0: Here's the big question. You're interested in value investing and valuing and evaluating businesses on a deep level, but you don't know how, even after researching for hours, probably dozens of hours, hundreds of hours on the internet, and because nobody else shows you how to do it. This podcast has all those answers and much more about value investing in finance. My name is Jason Rivera. Welcome to Value Investing in Your Car. Hey, Jason here. Today Today's episode of Value Investing in Your Car, I want to talk about misallocation of capital, misallocation of capital. Before I talk about that though, we I need to let you know that this series is available, available as a podcast anywhere in the world for free on all major podcasting platforms. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Anchor, and more. Um, you can get this and download this and listen to this as a podcast anywhere in the world for free. <clears throat> Over the last probably six months or so i've talked in quite a bit about capital allocation and it's important why it's so important why how it can 20x your investment returns over time um, if you do it well and why warren buffett says this is one of the most valuable skills any ceo business owner investor entrepreneur must learn i think is the words he he uses what i haven't talked about much is misallocation of capital essentially not allocating capital well what that does for business what that does for you what that does for uh value investment i'll link i'll link the capital allocation uh, proper capital allocation videos below this Um, i think there's probably between six and ten of those now i'll link those below this and i'll include a link below this video for our capital allocation new case study training videos as well below this Um, so you can get that for only seven dollars today and learn about capital allocation in more detail the videos are from three separate training sessions with uh, masterclass and coaching program students and you learn an enormous about amount uh, enormous amount about capital allocation how to allocate it properly in that video again for only seven dollars and I'm not gonna spend time talking about that because I'm not talking about that today so if you are interested in learning more about proper capital allocation And frankly, misallocation of capital, I give a great example in uh, video three, in that training session number three about misallocation of capital. But I'm not gonna talk about that other than that today. The link for that will be below. The link for the other free capital allocation trainings will be below as well. So misallocation of capital. If you choose consistently to go out and get drunk or high and not take care of things you should be taking care of you're probably misallocating your capital in this case time and resources and money you won't be getting closer to your dreams and goals you will have less money you'll have less free time because you're gonna be feeling terrible the next day all that kind of stuff that's an example of misallocation of capital in a real world sense that if you continue to do that for long periods of time <clears throat> it affects your cognitive ability affects your memory negatively affects your co- co- cognitive ability negatively affects your memory negatively affects probably your relationships negatively affects negatively affects your bank account all these kind of things Real world example of misallocation of capital. Misallocation of capital in business. Let's say a company, and I'll just go with uh, one of the examples from one of those training videos real quick because it's on top of my head. I'll just change the details a little bit. Let's say you have one business. Or let's say you're a holding company. You have two businesses. One business, you earn 5% returns on invested capital. One business, you earn 15% returns on your capital. Which business should you invest in more? The 15% returns. Of course, that makes sense. But emotions, egos, legacies come into play if the 5% return on capital business is a long-term business. Maybe you started it, maybe you founded the company on that business. maybe you are emotionally involved with that business. So you take resources from that one line of business, the 15% return business and you put it in the 5% return business. You're automatically destroying 10 percentage points worth of your capital. And if you're a public business, shareholder capital, that's misallocation of capital. Buying back stock at overvalued prices, that's an example of misallocation of capital. Because if you're buying overvalued, or if your stock is overvalued and you're buying it back, you're paying overinflated prices for an asset. The right way to buy back shares is to buy back shares when they're undervalued. Because then you're using your capital in this case your shares to buy an undervalued asset with more margin of safety more potential upside upside all that kind of stuff the inverse is true if you buy overvalued stock back if you issue stock when <clears throat> your share prices are low rel- relative to your value share prices are low you're misallocating capital for the opposite reasons for the uh, buyback of stock you're buying or you're issuing shares at an undervalued price so you're automatically the spread between those you're losing that money not investing properly in marketing not investing properly in sales not investing properly in cutting costs all these kind of things are examples of misallocation of capital and there are examples that businesses do every single day every single day warren buffett um in his 50 60 year career has said he's seen a handful of great capital allocators most companies what they do is they buy back stock just kind of whenever they buy back stock Either because they have a stock buyback program, if it's a giant company, or just because they have some excess capital they don't know what to do with. If you don't know what to do with with your money, you should probably let it sit there, unless you're reasonably sure you are allocating it well. Because if you're not, you're automatically destroying money. If you're destroying money and capital, you're destroying your opportunity cost by not having capital available for other opportunities as they might come and they might be available you're destroying the value of the company by throwing essentially burning money on either lower return or negative return assets and um, assets i guess you're destroying the operational value of your company You're not having the ability to invest in research and development properly if you use that. There are so many issues with destroying capital. Society is is worse off. Your employees are worse off. Your family is worse off. If you destroy capital, all of these things are worse off. And again, only a handful of people, according to Warren Buffett, are great great capital allocators according to him over his 50 60 year career this is an ultra valuable skill set to learn that's why i came out with these um free trainings that i mentioned and that will be linked below this video that's why i came out with this capital education course uh mini mini kind of training course because the better the more cap better or the more good capital allocators we have the better the world as a whole will be there'll be less wasted money on things like bureaucracy bureaucracy and inefficiencies and um and again this doesn't even count quote-unquote wasted money on research and develop projects that in most cases that's probably not misallocation of capital per se even if it doesn't come uh, let's say the product you're developing product for 10 years and it just doesn't happen if it's something that could change the world like a cure for cancer and it gets you a little bit closer that's not misallocation of capital. Misallocation of capital is either not knowing what you're doing or doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing essentially that's not gonna work out that has zero chance of working out. This and I mean again I see this in public companies, private businesses and businesses i've advised in the past just not using the capital that they have or can access as efficiently as they could be and again there's a lot of guesswork in this but you can increase your odds of doing of being successful with this by knowing what you're doing know what capital allocation is knowing how to do it well knowing the things to kind of look for the uh levers to look for to improve things again improve your odds of success uh, there's no such thing as a sure bet but you can improve your odds of success by knowing what you're doing um, sorry this little gnats flying around my face this is the more private businesses I felt specifically private businesses they on well, this I mean, this goes for public stocks as well I guess because over the last 12 plus years I've evaluated thousands of companies from all over the world and off the top of my head I can think of maybe two companies that I've invested in and have great capital allocators or what I would consider good capital allocators um, and that's probably being generous this is an insanely ultra valuable skill set because if you're not using your capital and your resources efficiently and effectively and for their highest and best use is a real estate term their proper capital allocation is what i kind of call it you're destroying value you're destroying shareholder capital your investors money if it's a private company um, Your capital your retirement your nest egg even if you're just not even if you're doing a decent job but you're missing out on 10 percentage points of returns like the example used earlier you're not allocating capital properly or as well as you could be which essentially is like again just throwing money away just burning it just throwing it away 10 percentage points a year potentially probably more in most businesses are just kind of throwing money away because they're not allocating capital properly and this again giant goes up to giant companies and dining companies all the way because almost again nobody knows anything about this CEOs most CEOs most CFOs most COOs have never even heard of capital allocation. if they have they don't know how to do it well if they do they if they do know that they don't have the mindset to do it because it takes a special skill set to do all these kind of things think about all these kind of things And uh, it takes a lot of discipline and uh, the proper temperament as well. If you aren't patient, this is why Warren Buffett's sitting on, I think it's $125 billion of cash. This is why he's sitting on that much cash, because he's waiting for a big opportunity. He's not just wasting the money by doing essentially stupid stuff with it. He'd rather just sit on it and wait until he can find the right opportunity. And then he can pounce. Allocating capital properly Again, the opposite of misallocation of capital. Gives you free cash flow. Gives you operating profits. Gives you a stronger balance sheet. Gives you larger margin of safety. Increases the value of the company. Misallocation of capital does the opposite of all those. Less operating profits. Less free cash flow. Less margin of safety. um, Not a strong balance sheet. And you likely have more debt than you probably should. And it's probably at worse terms as well. You can't control things as much if you don't have... Um, operating profits, free cash flow, and proper capital allocation set up. And again, even if you do, if you have a 20 or 30% operating profit margins, if you could, with little to no effort, push that to 40%, you're not allocating capital as well as you could be, even though you're earning incredibly high returns on your capital. Um, so this there's always room to optimize things. There's always rooms to room to improve things. There's always levers to pull and um, Always trying to figure out that Balance I guess of trying to figure out what is best now and for the future the long-term health of the company um, Or business or stock or investment or whatever But you have to think about both and typically I lean towards and towards the longer term If And a real world kind of example of that is maybe investing more in marketing or research and development now that won't pay off now necessarily or even in the short to medium term, but it will pay off enormously in two, five, ten years, whatever the the definition of long term for your outlook is. Uh, I hope this helps. If you have any questions, let me know. This is a Again, an incredibly complex subject, like I said in all of my other capital allocation videos. Um, I'll link all the other videos, the free trainings, and the um, our new capital allocation case study below this video so you can access those resources. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, love, share, subscribe, and comment, and hit the notification bell so you're notified anytime we're releasing a new video and releasing new videos all the time. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you very much. Um, like, love, share, subscribe, retweet, download, all that kind of stuff as well. I uh deeply appreciate you watching and learning from these videos. Um And if you like this kind of stuff talk about capital allocation, let me know. I I know an enormous about, about capital allocation and I love sharing this kind of stuff. Uh but so the more people I hear from that likes this kind of stuff and this kind of talk, uh the more videos I'm gonna make about it. Uh because again, it's an incredibly complex subject. One of the as one, as one example, I built out a kind of model, I guess, of the seven seven stages of capital allocation. And there are seven stages with, I think, at this point in time, 60, 70, 80 kind of different levers you can pull and things you need to think about. So it's an incredibly complex subject. Um, but if you like hearing about it, like learning about it, let me know, and I'll make more videos about this subject. Thanks for watching. Have a great day. Talk soon.